You are now chopping it up with the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. Thank you. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. I'm Taryn Williams. Thank you so much for checking out this brand new episode. So on this episode, as you can tell, we're going to be talking about Tekken Bloodline. Of course, spoiler alert for the entire first season, I guess. I'm not sure there's going to be a second season, but spoiler alert because I'm probably going to talk about some stuff that happens in this anime. If you play Tekken 3, you probably know what happens in general. So we're going to get into it. So uh, we're going to start off with saying this uh, this anime is loosely based off of Tekken 3. And there are some moments we're going to talk about some characters that appear in this anime that did not show up in Tekken 3. So, yeah, so it loosely adapts the story of Tekken 3. Tekken 3 was the first Tekken that introduced Jin Kazama. If you're a fan of the Tekken series, Jin is one of the fan favorites. You know, he's been on the face of a bunch of the, uh, he's been on the face of a bunch of Tekkens after Tekken 3, including Tekken 3 as well. So, um, so this, uh, this anime actually premiered on Netflix, uh, August 18th. 2022 and then it has six episodes so it's really short and every episode is about 25 minutes long never take about 24 25 minutes and we follow uh jen jen's probably about 14 or 15 when we start the anime in episode one by about episode three it kind of time jumps a little bit he's 19 or 20 i think so it jumps a few years but yeah so we get the story of kind of jen growing up with his mom uh june kazama and just her you know just kind of him, you know, getting picked on in school by bullies, him doing some uh, fighting. His mom just kind of teaches him, like, hey, don't use your anger, you know, figure things out in a calmer way. So, really, the series is entitled Bloodline because the series focuses on Jin. This, the Mishima side of, or the uh, the Kazama side of Jin, which is his mom, and then the Mishima side of Jin, which is, of course, Kazuya and Hachi. So, it's always this battle of kind of the bloodline that's inside of Jin. So, as you get into it, um, well, one of the first things, June gets beat up by Ogre, gets killed by Ogre. Ogre is actually the final boss of Tekken 3, which is really cool that they actually include that. And in the game, he turns into Supreme Ogre. I think it's his name. Sure it was like Supreme Ogre or Prime Ogre or something like that. And then in the, in, the, in the anime, he actually turns into that version as well, which is really, really cool. But I thought that was really a nice touch and have to do. One of my favorite things in the anime, well, I'm going to talk about too when we get into kind of the more tournament section of the of the show was they actually use a lot of the hit sparks and a lot of the hit um you know like the hit sparks and like the hit physics from Tekken so a lot of the characters when they do certain moves they actually have the same colors as they do in the game which is really cool they didn't have to do that per se but it's really nice that they added you know Jin kind of has his electrics Horan kind of does his like blue hits and stuff it's really cool that they do it and a lot of them use a lot of their moves too which is really really cool so uh Jin t- uh June tells Jin to go find his grandfather, which is of course Hihashi, go find him and you know tell him what kind of what happened. Jin goes to find Hihashi. Hihashi is a dick. Just throw it out there. If you play the games, you know Hihashi is a big dick. Like he sucks. <laughs> but he's the um he's over, you know, the uh, machine like corporation and stuff like that. He's like the head honcho, CEO, CCO, CFO, whatever it is. He's over the corporation and Jin kinda goes to go to find him. And, you know, his, uh, Ginryu, who's also in the Tekken series, is, like, his bodyguard, or his chief bodyguard. He's like, hey, this kid's trying to sneak in, this, you know, this, like, you know, this kid, you know, we don't know who he is, is like, bottom feeder or whatever. But then, Jin tells Heihashi who he is, tells him his name, and he's like, hey, my mom told me to find you, because, you know, uh, something named Ogre Attack, and Heihashi's like, Ogre? You know, so, 
he uh, agrees to train Jin, but he basically gives Jin the hardest lesson, some of the hardest training you'll ever see like a 14 year old go through. Like he's basically beats the shit out of him for two episodes. <laughs> but Jin's been training, you know, with his mom, so he has some skills, but Hihashi's like, you gotta use that anger, you gotta use the fire, you gotta do all these things. It's really rough. Like he's rough on Jin. Like he, you know, tells him to be like, you know, to be uh, merciless and aggressive and don't care about your opponent and just, you know, and win. Basically, you know, just win. So it's kind of the two sides where Hihashi's teaching them to win, be aggressive, you know, be a monster. And Juna's like, hey, control your anger, you know, be more calm, be patient, you know, be disciplined. So you have these two different ideologies that Jin has been growing up with in terms of his fighting style. So he has to learn how to kind of use both of them to get ahead. So Jin completes his training, goes through that, and then um, Hihashi tells his uh, assistant, all right, get the King of Iron Fist tournament ready. And so, at this point in time, since it's the second three, there's been two. I think Hihashi won the first one. No. I think Kazuya won the first one. Hihashi won the second one, I think. Because Hihashi beat Kazuya at the end. I think that's how it goes. I don't remember. Correct me in the comments or correct me on anything, social media, whatever, if I'm wrong. But I think that's how it goes. In Tekken 3, you don't see Kazuya. We mention of him. And Hihashi, I'm pretty sure, beat him. I think that's what happened. So they set up the tournament. You get them to meet like a couple of people. Like you see, uh, Jin like kind of going back and forth to school. Him uh, hanging out with uh, Ling Xiaoyu. Ling Xiaoyu was a new character in Tekken Three. You see him kind of sparring and having some beef with Horang. Him and Horang are kind of like frenemies. Like they're really, they're actually really dope. They're actually seem to be like they're really cordial with each other. They respect each other, but they like they both like fighting. So they're like frenemies. So you see that Horang was introduced in Tekken Three. I'm surprised Eddie Gordo wasn't in Tek in this movie. I'm so surprised he wasn't in an anime. But some other characters are, which kind of confused me. But, but like, yeah, but Jin, Horank, and Ling Xiaoyu were three of them. Like, and, of course, Eddie were kind of four of the new characters that got added. There's a few more characters sprinkled in, in there from that, that were added into Tekken 3. It's cool to see, you know, Horank and uh, Ling Xiaoyu be represented in this. And so, you know, they set up the tournament. Also, one thing that happens is when Jin first gets there, when he first gets to um, see Hihashi, he asks for if he wants he wants flame on his trainer pants, and the the secretary's like, no, you're not getting flames on your trainer pants. But then by the end of the training, he has his traditional flames on his pants, which is really cool. It's cool that he asked for him, he didn't get them, but he had to earn them. That's kind of cool, a nice little touch. And so pretty much, so when they get to the kind of the tournament setting, uh, Jin is pretty much Hihashi's chosen pick, and since his last name is uh, Kazama, is not uh, Mishima. No one knows who he is. They just think he's just Hihachi's golden boy. He's just a thug. He's just a goon. All this stuff. And Jin doesn't really take kind of that. Like, he kind of... It messes with him throughout the, you know, that kind of internal turmoil. Because he doesn't really know his grandfather. But everybody's saying, like, his grandfather ain't shit. His dad ain't shit. So he's like, hey, like, what's going on? So it's really interesting. Because when he gets there, he gets to the location. They take a van to, like, the actual, I guess, where the uh, contestants live. And so he's in the van with Nina, with Nina Williams, with Paul Phoenix, Horang, and I think that's it. I think it's just them. And they're kind of talking. They start talking about Kazuya. Like, oh yeah, Kazuya ain't shit. Like Kazuya's like, evil. He's pure evil. Like and all like Hihashi isn't like any better. Like he ain't shit either. And you know, and Jin's like because Jin never heard any of this stuff. And since he's in the van with uh, Hihashi's assistant, she kind of you know changes the direction of the conversation. But you know, it kind of bothers Jin for a little while. So you get so you get to the tournament and then you know they kind of have like a little celebration like a little pre-meeting 
you know, just kind of introduce the contestants or whatever. It, there's all drones and stuff. I really like the setting where there's like at this like this random arena on the outskirts somewhere. They have like you know drones that are recording, big screens, it's streaming live somewhere. I'm assuming it's like streaming live on like YouTube or some shit, <laughs> you know, because people are watching and stuff all over the world. So it's kind of cool. I like the presentation of how they did that. And so you know, so one of the first people that Jen actually runs into is he runs into Leroy. Leroy, Leroy, who just was added, I think it's named Leroy Smith, I think, I don't remember, or, hold on, uh, yeah, Leroy Smith, I was right, but Leroy was just added in the Tekken 7, so how is he in the Tekken 3 stories, that was kind of weird, because Leroy appears, they show Fang, I don't think Fang got added to Tekken until, like, Tekken 5, I think, I'm pretty sure Fang was added in Tekken 5, Leroy wasn't added to Tekken Seven, so he's like the, one of the newest characters in the whole Tekken series. Nina, I'm pretty sure Nina wears her outfit from like Tekken six or seven. Like she's not wearing her Tekken three outfit. She wears her outfit from like Tekken. I'm pretty sure it's Tekken like six. It just looks different. I could be wrong, but it looks like it's some stuff that she was wearing in like Tekken like five or four, like four and five. Uh, they show like Lei Long's there. King is of course a contestant. Zhao Yu shows up late. She fights. Horang's there. Um, Marduk, uh, Craig Marduk is there, you know, but they don't have, they don't have speaking lines, but they're just kind of there. Of course, Gamryu is there, but he doesn't fight, he's just kind of there. Um, yeah, Julia Chang, that's, she's there. You know, Julia's there, so yeah, there's some, there's some, um, there's some people that are there. And I love Paul, Paul's like my favorite character in the anime, because he seemed really chill. Because normally, because Paul seems like he's kind of like the drunk fighter, like he's just kind of the, the drunk guy be at the bar, but in the anime, he seems very, you know, very wise, more solemn. He gives Jin some pretty good advice, you know, because he starts, um, because he finds Nina to ask Nina, like, about Kazuya, and she's like, why are you talking about him? I'm like, why are we talking about this? I don't want to talk about this. So she just gives him, like, a couple of, couple of sentences, and she walks away, and Paul's like, hey, you can't be here talking about, you know, Kazuya like that, because, you know, a lot, we're here, we're, we're all here for our own reasons, we're all here for, you know, our own beef with him, so, like, you know, just kind of lay off of that. But Paul's really cool. He gives us some really good advice, really solemn. Like, just kind of, just kind of being the homie. Him and Paul kind of, you know, they give each other, like, some dap and kind of walk away. This is really cool. This is really this cool scene. I really like Paul. I thought Paul was really legit. So, you get into the fight. Uh, Hihachi actually schedules Jin to fight Leroy first. They fight. Uh, Jin actually ends up breaking, or he actually breaks uh, Leroy's, like, leg or ankle or something. Because he hits him. You know, because Leroy, like, like, Jin had him beat, but Leroy kept pushing forward and everything. And Jin took it a little bit too far, but, you know, but he felt bad about it later on. He tried to go see him and talk to him and make sure he was okay and stuff like that. Which kind of, they show that Jin wasn't a complete, like, people just think Jin's, like, a hitman for hire. He's just, like, whatever. He's just a goon. But he kept showing, like, no, he's, he has some compassion. He cares because he's still trying to figure out what this is. Hihashi ends up telling... Jin that Kazuya has the devil gene in him and he kind of explains that to Jin and saying like hey you like I don't have that in me Kazuya like just had it so I'm pretty sure you have it in you and then we also kind of get our first look at Dr. Baskanovich who's also a new Tekken 3 character who appears first in Tekken 3 and you kind of find out that Hihachi really designed this whole tournament just to get Ogo he's trying to figure out like how to harness the power figure out how it works like he's trying to figure this out he actually stole like, and then also earlier in the anime, uh, he goes, Jin goes with Hachi to have this meeting where this guy finds this amulet for him or something. Come to find out that amulet is what calls Ogre to this world. And they're trying to figure out like how to use it and they, and they figured out or they, 
uh, they hypothesized that, you know what, strong fighters attract ogre. So if we have a tournament with some of the best fighters, ogre might show up. So Dr. Uh, Dr. B developed this cage for Ogre to try to keep him trapped and all this stuff. So that's really, that's really how she's playing. And Jin is just bait. <clears throat> that's the only reason why he has been. The only reason why he trained Jin and was like there with Jin and even designed the whole tournament was just to attract Ogre. So if Jin gets killed in the tournament or something happens, he doesn't really care. Hihachi just wants Ogre to figure out how to use his power, try to study it, figure out what happens and things like that. So that becomes the overall, the overall plot. And then what ends up happening is... Uh, Julia runs into Hihachi and she's like, hey, give me back that amulet you still left from my mother, you know, you piece of shit, you know, and Hihachi's like, whatever. And they have a couple of fights, you know, they, they, they you know, have like a quick little sparring session. Hihachi doesn't do too much damage to her, but, you know, he just kind of blocks and parries. And Jen steps in like, hey, granddad, what are you doing? Like, you know, grandfather, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, you know, take care of this assassin and blah, blah, blah. She tried to hurt me. And he's like, Jen's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Hachi just kind of, he didn't say a whole lot. He kind of walks away. But Jin's like, hey, don't worry. I'll handle her. Go, go, go wherever. And then he turns around and talks to Julia. Julia's like, yeah, he stole the amulet from my mom. And then Jin's like, oh, I thought he just got it from like, some random thug. But like, no. The thug probably got it, you know, probably got it from his mom somewhere else. From like some archaeological site or something like that. And then Julia overhears Jin call Hachi grandfather. So she's like, oh, that's your granddad, you know. And they put it, and so Julie's the first person who puts it all together. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so she's like, oh, okay, that explains a lot of that. And so, but, but Jen says, hey, you know what, I'll get the Emily back for you. Just, you know, go, go hang out somewhere. I'll take care of you. And she's like, okay. Which is really cool. It sounds like, again, and the kind of Jen's like not really a bad guy. He's kind of a loner, but he's trying to figure things out. Um, Zhao Yu is cold. Like, Ling Zhao Yu, she goes off. She actually fights Nina, and she beats Nina, which was really sick, because Nina's, you know, a top flight assassin, but because... But, and I like, I like Zhao Yu's depiction in this anime than, than any point in time during the Tekken games. Because <laughs> in the Tekken games, she's just kind of, a, she's just a schoolgirl who can fight, you know? But in this, she kind of, she's smart, she's really heady, she has, some, she has, like, a little bit of edge to her. I love the way that they did Zhao Yu. And she gave, and she gave, uh, Anna some problems. Where she kind of outsmarted Anna, and yeah, she made Anna tap out, or she put her to sleep. And so after that, so then Horang and Jin and Zhao Yu kind of all kind of hanging together, which is really cool. So it's nice to see that he has kind of like a friend group. So Horang wins his match. I think he beats Marduk. I'm pretty sure it is. So then we get um, Jin versus Horang, which is really really good. Of course, it's kind of one of the the whole premiere match of Tekken Three is kind of Jin versus Horang. They just kind of have this ongoing beef, and but it's cool that they're pretty much frenemies. They just want to fight each other. Jin wants to fight, Horang wants to fight. It's, it's all good. And so Jin beats Horang. And like at course at the end, Hihachi's like, oh, finish him, like finish him. And Jin's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, that's kind of you know, that's the homie. And so uh Jin helps him up. And uh, Jin's like, hey, you know what? Winner buys beers. And so Horang's like, okay, that's cool. But I want a rematch. And you know, which is cool. And then him, then Horang, Zhao Yu, and Jin kind of they walk away. And uh, Heihachi's pissed. Like, he's just so mad. Because he wants Jin to be this killer. But, like, throughout the anime, Jin isn't this killer. Like, Jin's just always, like, he's battling those two things. But he understands honor and respect and discipline. And Heihachi just doesn't want, he wants to just be, like, this, this you know, just a killer. Just, you know, merciless and just aggressive. And I think he probably thinks that that's what, what will get Ogre to appear. But, you know, whatever. So then I think, and I think after that, we get kind of, because Xiaoyu ends up fighting King, 
which is really dope. And I like what they did with King because they actually do a little tease where, like, uh, earlier in the anime, his uh, Hihachi's assistant is like, hey, you know, Ogre killed King. So this is actually King too, which also happens in the game where King dies or something happens to King and someone takes up the mantle. So I like that they kind of included that in this anime where he is actually the second King. It was really cool. So Zhao fights King. They go at it. They actually go at it pretty good. But King just overpowers her and he wins. So he moves up. And I think he fights Paul. And him and Paul go at it. And I think, and then I think King, uh, and King beats Paul. So the finals of the tournament is actually King versus Jin, which is really, really cool. And actually, cause I think Jin goes to see Zhao Yu in the back. And Zhao Yu's in like, you know, Jin and Zhao Yu are talking, but King is actually listening on our conversation. Just, you know, Jin's kind of opening up about what happened to his mom and why he's there for revenge and all this stuff. And King kind of hears that. So again, just kind of, I like how they kind of humanized some of the characters, you know, just gave them some stuff. Not everybody, because Nina's just an assassin, Nina doesn't say shit, but they kind of humanized Paul, humanized Horang, humanized Jin, of course, you know, Zhao Yu, King, Leroy, you know, so I think, I kind of like that, I thought that was kind of nice. I'm surprised, like, Law isn't in it, but I think Law is doing something else during this time. But I like, but I did enjoy that, and so we get to the final match, of course, it's uh, King versus Jin, winner wins the King of Iron Fist tournament. And so, and they go at it. It's a really good match, too. Again, like, King does some of his moves. Jin does a lot of his stuff. And, um, and of course, Jin wins. But when Jin wins, he actually gives the prize money to King. Because, uh, like I said before, Julia, um, or Julia tells Jin, like, hey, King is in this for the money. Like, he's trying to help an orphanage. And King, you know, that's why he's there. He's there to fight. Like, he's fighting for this while Jin's fighting for revenge. And so Jin's like, hey, I don't need the prize money. Take the prize money. Get that orphanage. Help the kids out. It was just really cool. But again, it just shows Jin has this human side to him. And one of my absolute favorite parts of the entire anime is the announcer at this part. <laughs> because Heihashi walks up and he's like, Jin. Well, I think it, I'm pretty sure in Tekken 3 this happens too. He's like, Jin, that was the last fight, but I'm your final match. And the announcer's like, uh, oh, oh, okay, I guess the final, final match is Jin Kazama versus Heihashi Mishima, I guess? Like, it's hilarious. Like, it's so well done. Like, I have, I have to watch the anime in English so I could hear his, like, voice and stuff. It was so funny. Because you could tell, like, again, a lot of people had no idea about this alternative motive that Heihashi had. I'm pretty sure because the Scissors did and Gimryu did, but no one else really knew what was happening, really. Cause see, like the announcer was like, "Hey, this is a paycheck. I'm gonna do my job," but Hihachi was some, was on some other. So Jin's like, and everybody's like, cause all like Paul, Horang, Jin is like, or uh, Link Xiaoyu, they're all like, "Hey, he just fought. Like, what are you doing? He's exhausted. Like, no, he has to fight me now." And Jin's like, "Okay, I guess." You know, he kind of like shrugs it off, kind of you know, break cracks his neck. He's like, "Okay, let's do this." And they fight for a little bit. Then Ogre appears, and like the uh, the amulet, the amulet or uh, medallion that. Hihachi head starts turning green and reacting and here comes Ogre. So Hihachi I think fights Ogre for like a second but really Jin does all the fighting and then Hihachi kind of holds everybody back like this is his fight he has to do this you know this is what he has to do and you know it's like oh okay I guess and so um so yeah that's what happens and so Jin fights and they're going at it like Ogre gets the best of Jin for a little bit but then Jin gets like this power surge 
he punches Ogre down to like the, this pit bottom area. But then of course Ogre actually turns into Supreme Ogre from the video game where he gets like the he turns into like a beast form with wings and like a cobra a cobra snake arm or some shit. Like it's wild. And also like Ling Zhao Yu Paul and Horn tries to help him fight Supreme Ogre, but it doesn't work. Ogre just slaps them away and whatever. And then when he grabs when uh, Supreme Ogre grabs uh Zhao Yu Jin starts thinking about his mom and that happened and Jin just finds like again he finds that energy deep down to like keep pushing forward he does so he kind of pushes forward he helps out you and they go at it and I'm trying I don't remember when exactly it happens but at a point in time Hashi shoots Jin he shoots him cold dead in the chest shoots him dead and Jin leans out he was like what the fuck is wrong with you he's like he has a devil gene in him no one else on this planet can handle it. Only I can stop it. I'm the hero. I'm doing this for us. I'm doing this for the humanity, the earth. You couldn't handle this. Then of course Jin resurrects. <laughs> or like Jin sees his or he like he sees his mom. Like he goes to the, the planes. Like he sees his mom and he can like go to her. Or he can turn around and like activate the double gene inside of him. He's just like he's like, you know, mom, I'm sorry, you know, I have to do this. And he goes to the other side, activates it, wakes up. He like slaps Hihachi, beats the shit out of the ogre, destroys him, kills him. You know, and then Ling Xiao Yu just kind of look at him and Jin, like, are you okay? And Jin just kind of looks at him and flies away. Which I'm pretty sure is a nice callback because I think in the Tekken 3 intro, Jin helps Horang in a fight and then Jin turns into Devil Jin and he kind of flies away and Horang watches him flies off into the distance. Which I think is a callback to that. I don't know. But the anime was solid. Like for six episodes, they're about 25 minutes apiece. Not bad. You can finish it in, in a good evening if you wanted to. I enjoy it. If you're a Tekken fan, I definitely check it out. Like, I love what they do with like, all the hit sparks and stuff like that. All the characters use a lot of their moves from the game. They don't, like, add anything new or crazy. They do a lot of the same stuff. They pretty much do a lot of their traditional moves and things like that, which I like, which I appreciate it. But, yeah, it's a solid. Like, I mean, it's not the story isn't the best story. But I think they could have added more Tekken 3 characters. Like, I think they should have added, like, Eddie Gordo should have been in there. Instead of Leroy, they should have had Eddie or somebody else who was in 3. You know, like, it would have been nice to have seen, like, like Marduk. Because Marduk's not in Tekken 3. That's why I could, I'm like, there's somebody else who, who wasn't in Tekken 3. Yeah, Marduk is not in Tekken 3. So they could have added somebody else, you know. Because I don't think he didn't appear until Tekken 4 or 5, I think. So, yeah, there's some of that stuff is kind of weird. There's, like, some little weird choices. But overall, it's solid. It's solid quality. It's a solid anime. If you're a Tekken fan, you want to watch something, it's a pretty good adaptation of Tekken 3 to an anime. So definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Binge it. Six episodes. You have some time. Uh, but thank you so much for checking out this brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. I greatly appreciate it. This will actually be episode 60. I'm so excited about that, which means we're actually 40 episodes away from the 100 episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. FKA the order up podcast so the two names together we've almost collectively hit 100 episodes of the podcast i can't wait for that but right now we just hit episode 60 so thank you so much for anyone that has been supporting um the podcast is day one of course like share hit me up with comments let me know what you guys think on the forever slicing dice and gaming not just the motto lifestyle i'll see you next podcast later <laughs>